Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. Yeah, you are. And today it is episode three of season one of Transformers Animated. It is Transform and Rollout Part Three. Written by Marty Eisenberg. Uh, last time on Transformers Animated, the Autobots stopped Sumdak's monster, became friends with humanity, negating the need to ever be a robot in disguise. And in this episode, we open with a, kind of a montage of just the Autobots are are part of society now. Yeah, bulkheads in a traffic jam on the freeway, so we just transforms and starts walking because some guy's like i might as well be walking here and then uh prowls in the park standing next to a statue and a bird shits on his head <laughs> yeah uh, sorry and b are getting drive through and then ratchet gets like i don't know his 50th parking ticket they cover yes. his window and that's the one that offends me mark just off grumble, get grumble. a bot get a little stasis nap <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but uh optimus we have a shot where optimus is at a park with sorry and he basically explains autobots are Programmed to protect all life, which had meant the AllSpark, but apparently your life too, so we're going to protect you. Not that we like you, it's that we're <laughs> obligated to. And uh, he asks her how humans make smaller ones, and she's just like, in his ear, and his like, eyes just like open wide. I, I need to know how old Sari is, just because, like I mentioned in the last episode, the idea of the Transformers basing their knowledge of humanity off uh, an eight-year-old girl, or however old she is, is mwah, chef's kiss perfect but uh sorry then takes the whole gang to this warehouse that i guess her dad got in a, a corporate takeover he doesn't know she he isn't ha- she he even has and she's like it's your new base yeah and it looks like kinsey's place in saints row three and yeah it's this abandoned warehouse or garage or something and bulkhead says this will be just fine and uh, to take a nap but then they hear sirens and optimus orders them to transform and roll out and this was the moment where i realized what this show is it clicked with me uh we have a scene where the, the autobots basically they save everybody in a burning building and there's a newscaster who says oh the the autobots are here again they're detroit's newest superheroes and i went yep. oh i got it <laughs> as soon as they said that i realized this isn't so much i'm sorry dear listener if you're a huge fan of the show i don't mean this as an insult but i don't feel that this is a transformers show as much as it's a, a superhero show with the Transformers paint job. It's not going to be about transformation in a robot in disguise. It's going to be about zany action and saving the day. <laughs> saving and it, the day. Yeah. 100%. That's, they're going to be the, the city superheroes. And I can dig that now that I know what it is. It honestly, it feels like Teen Titans. Yeah, I can kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But also watching the news is Starscream, who says, well, heroes, you're about to take a fall. Uh, And then Sumdak is, again, (laughs) presiding over another huge public appearance. Uh, But he's revealing um, or unveiling a new LRT system. Yep, it's a rail transit system that can move at 300 miles an hour. And Dr. Sumdak thanks the mayor and the chief of police. So he's not the mayor, I guess. And he thanks the Autobots and Prime says to Ratchet, they keep calling us heroes. I don't feel like a hero any more than I did repairing space bridges. Yeah, Ratchet has some like, God, he's such a crumb bum. He's like, yeah, heroes usually end up on the operating table or the slab. And you're ugly, too. <laughs> now we go to the Air Force and there's these are some cool looking fighter planes. They really and they are. have an unidentified craft on radar. And what that craft is, is Starscream. Okay. 
Don't want to critique writers too much, but I feel there was a, a huge opportunity, a huge missed opportunity for a joke, is that one of the pilots says we have an unidentified aircraft coming into Michigan airspace, which means it had to be coming from Canada. And one of the pilots could have been like, is it the Canadians? Then Starscream swoops down, blows two of them up, and they're like, it's not the Canadians! It's not the Canadians! <laughs> That would have been a great joke. But yeah, he blasts two of them apart, and we see the G.I. Joe parachutes come out because Hasbro. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess the last of this squadron starts shooting at Starscream, but it doesn't do a damn thing. And Starscream gets in behind him and scans the fighter plane so he can continue his search incognito. Aha, which he's going to blow. be funny if it was Agent Fowler flying the plane, though. (laughs) Oh, that would have been... Um, Not again! Yeah, this is the Fowler (laughs) prequel. But, uh, yeah, we go to the big ceremony with the train, and there's a bunch of drone jets flying overhead, and some deck's like, wait a minute, I only made six, there's seven jets. Yeah, one of these jets just breaks off and starts flying towards them, and then Ratchet recognizes Starscream, but it's too late, and Starscream just starts blasting and he lays them all out and he lands he's like, greeting Autobots my- Tra- Tra- whoa, whoa alright, I got another shipment of them Starscreams for you didn't, didn't you already do Starscream? Did Look, I had to drive here to the fucking Patooza Parkway, what's under construction cause of that new freeway they got over by the subway over there what? what? just sign here, would you? Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's Starscream and commercial break. And when we come back, the rest of them don't seem to know who he is because he's like, I'm the leader of the Decepticon. Like, isn't that Megatron? No, I'm Starscream, the super brave. They're like, who? But Ratchet knew who he was earlier anyway. But yeah, Starscream blasts them again and the building starts to crumble. And dare I say it, we almost have a cave-in. We almost do. Uh, they have a bit of a fight around, oh, of course. Prowl has to have, Prowl's such a fucking edgelord. He has to have his moment where he attacks when they, Optimus explicitly says not to. Um, and there's kind of a neat bit here, though, where Starscream attacks Prowl's hologram. Prowl jumps on his back. And I didn't realize how big Starscream was. Compared to Prowl, he's fucking huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, which I like because Prowl is a motorbike. He should be small. Like RC was small. Yeah. But uh, they fight around for a bit. Prowl gets slammed into the ground, then Optimus grapple hooks Starscream's ankles. Yeah, he tries to pull Starscream down, but Starscream flies off and drags Optimus behind him and slams him into every building in downtown Detroit. Yeah, there is so much destruction. I think there's a lot of dead or paralyzed in the background of this show. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he eventually fires at the little grappling hook rope, and Optimus falls an incredibly high height, slams into the ground, and uh, I'll live. Yeah, he lands on his ass neck on a van, and Ratchet immediately zooms in and transforms. I thought it'd be so fucking funny if he pulled out the net for him to land in. Ah, shit, too late. (laughs) Missed it by that much. So having defeated the Autobots, or at least knocked them to the ground because they're not going to fight back, he lands in the ground. He's like, hey, you stupid bitches. You think you're tough? You're that tough? I'll kill Megatron. (laughs) He's the one that planted that device, and Megatron's fate was sealed before you ever even met him. Now bring me the all-spark. And to show them he means business, he just opens fire on the humans who all run and leave Sari behind. Yeah, and Bumblebee realizes that Sari is about to get blasted and he dives to cover her and he gets blasted instead by Starscream. Yeah, who Starscream grabs him by the ankle, flies up in the air. He's like, I got fucking red! And then just throws Bumblebee. Um, but 
he then grabs the train, which has the mayor and um, Fanzone and Sumdak in it. And he, unless he gets the Allspark, he's going to kill them. And he takes them and flies away with the train. Mm-hmm. They have one mega cycle to deliver or else. And Optimus starts doubting himself. Maybe Ultra Magnus was right. Maybe I'm not meant to be a hero. But then Prowl climbs out of the hole he put in the street when he landed. And he says, well, I learned just recently that a machine is more than the sum of its parts. And as a team, we can beat Starscream. And they all put their hand in the middle and teamwork and then sorry sticks hers and she's like hey i'm joining the team because i'm that character and i have a plan <laughs> oh, yeah. but uh, i guess optimus doesn't want to hear it because the autobots are walking up to where starscream put this train and she's like trying to tell optimus that she and prowl can get in there but he's like no and she's like look man my dad's on that train and so was the only friend i ever had yeah <laughs> yeah what happened to spark plug didn't you love that dog yeah. whatever um but she puts on the waterworks and i only <laughs> say she puts on the waterworks because as soon as optimus is like okay okay they, they have to ask her why she's leaking what's wrong with her face she explains what crying is and optimus is like fine 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 we'll do it and then she goes it also works whenever you want to get your way and sorry never play poker like you <laughs> would have an awful poker face but since uh, yeah prime will continue consider her plan but since none of them can fly they'll need to lure starscream to them and there's only one thing that'll lure him so then after realizing that they have to lure starscream to them with the allspark they take the allspark and put it out in front of starscream <laughs> pretty much they go to him it's like here's the thing man <laughs> And Starscream's like, well, all right, leave it unguarded or else I'll kill them all. And then they, there's a bit of a back and forth, but Starscream lost a little bit of respect for me here where Optimus is like, you let the humans go, Starscream, or I'll destroy the Allspark. And standing like 10 stories above the Allspark, Optimus <laughs> just raises his axe and Starscream's like, okay, 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 okay. And Prowl and Sari get to the train with the hostages, like they fly up with Prowl's jetpack and Dr. Sumdak. Like, she's outside. He's like, sorry, how did you get up here? Then Prowl's head pops up beside her. He's like, the same way you're going to get down. <laughs> that, is, that is a good line. Um, he basically grabs the three humans, leaves sorry there, and they jump down to a ledge further down. Or maybe they hit, you know, they hit the ground. But sorry uses her key, this time to plug in Bumblebee's head. So at this point, there are kind of no rules with this key and where it works and what it does. Yeah, because like he wakes up and then immediately like his shoulders that transform into his whatever side of him it is, tires, they start going and he like drives halfway up the wall in robot mode. That was kind of funny. Sorry, it's like, wow, when you wake up, you really wake up. (laughs) So uh, just when this is all going off without a hitch, Starscream turns around, sees Prowl with the humans and flies right at him, but um, Ratchet tractor beams his ankles and holds him in place. Yeah, so I guess he's the wind charger guy because he has the magnet beams. But yeah, Starscream just flies around all fancy crazy and escapes, you know, from Ratchet. But then he nearly flies straight into Optimus, who blasts him with some kind of liquid. And it looks like it puts out his afterburners and he starts to fall. (laughs) It's actually Boulder's glue gun from Battle of the Rock Lords. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's an homage. Uh, Yeah, there's there's a little, there's some teamwork here, which actually does work. Bulk smashes him, but then Starscream gets away from all of them. He transforms in, I have to say, a fairly decent transformation shot, Um, and he goes after B and Prowl. Yeah, because Starscream's like, all right, you want to fight dirty? Fine. And he blasts the train thing that Sari is hiding inside, and it starts to fall, and 
Prowl and Bumblebee both grab it to keep it from falling, and Starscream blasts them too, and the train goes falling, and Starscream laughs, and commercial break. And when we come back, Starscream races... Okay, this train takes forever to fall. (laughs) As the train starts to fall, Starscream races for the Allspark, and Optimus jumps down to the Allspark. Instead of going for the train himself, says, Bulk and Ratchet, you go save the train. So they drive to catch this train that is still falling. Um, and then in the train, Bumblebee rips the door open and they're sorry. Yeah, and she's all scared clinging to the one of the poles inside this thing. And he's like, come on, you can trust this face. And she grabs his hand and away they go. And down on the ground, Prime grabs the Allspark and starts running, but Starscream transforms and flies after him. And after all this has happened, the train hits the ground. Yes. Well, I think Prowl activated his jetpack to slow it a little bit, but yeah. Bumblebee drives out with Sari on his back. She asks if they have shock absorbers on Cybertron. And but, oh, this is why they were still falling. Yeah, Ratchet grabs them and his magnet beam thing sets them down. They're fine. And then the Autobots start playing a game of Keep Away with the Allspark against Starscream. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Because, like, Bumblebee has it first, but then he, like... He's just driving along. He slams, because Starstream's like, you can't outrun me. He's like, yeah, but I can outstop you or whatever he says. He slams on the brakes and the thing flies to Prowl. He puts it in a truck and just kicks that down the hill. And Bulkhead's about to grab it. And he's like, I got it. And then Starscream flies in and grabs it. And then Bulkhead just fucking smashes him one with the wrecking ball and gets it back. And he's like, I said I got it. (laughs) That (laughs) That was was a very Bulkhead moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then Starscream, okay, this was, remember I was saying the Teen Titans thing. This was very Teen Titans where Starscream just opens up this blast of fire that's as, like, it's, it's a laser shot that's as wide as a city street. Yeah, it's and, like Dragon Ball caliber stuff. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it just, I, I don't know, because none of the Autobots are dead from it. They're just all knocked down and uh, wounded, but he like devastated a city block whatever uh he grabs the all um, the all spark and uh they're you know he's he's got it now yeah he just starts basically leveling detroit with it he's like oh he's destroying God, yeah. things and rats is like oh it's our worst dream come true the all spark in decepticon hands yeah and i guess the all spark doesn't like it's supposed to choose him whatever uh this is a different timeline a different world i can accept that but (laughs) what was a little weak here is optimus is like we have to do something and i was expecting a really clever plan but all he does is climb up a wall behind starscream (laughs) throw his axe in his shoulder and then tackle him yeah they both start falling with the allspark and prime and the allspark land on the same rooftop and he fires his grappling hook towards another building and he starts swinging over there but starscream grabs him and they both smash into the building and come out the other side yeah there's a then a bit of a fight in the air as they're flying through um and like the glue gun comes back uh, yes. a lot of punch and a lot of smack around i do really like that like optimus he he can kind of handle himself but he can't really take on starscream yet i i really like that um but they hit the ground and they're on top of a building i guess not the ground and they start playing tug of war over the allspark and then it opens and they're both pulled up into the air and it's like when you kill the archdemon at the end of dragon age origins there's this huge explosion at the top of this tower that everybody sees i have a big note in red that says so many people have died in this episode <laughs> but optimus is still alive he's hanging by his axe from whatever this is and he's got the allspark but then he falls and curse smash there was uh, such a dumb line here though where he he's laying on the ground everybody runs around him he's fading away he goes is this what it feels like to be a hero 
is there really a Santa Claus? (laughs) And he's dead. He turns gray. And (laughs) Ratchet says, well, his spark is extinguished. And Sari's crying. And Bulkhead tells her, you know, that leaking trick isn't going to work this time. But she knows something that can. She climbs into (laughs) Optimus. Stop crying. (laughs) I'll give you something to cry about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She's got her key. It transforms into like another shape. Uh, the right one, of course. And she plugs it in and B's like, I don't think that's going to work. And then it works. <laughs> yeah. The Allspark lights up behind her and energy flies from the Allspark into Prime's chest. And an orb starts glowing in the middle of the spot where the Matrix of Leadership, like y- you can tell that's what would fit in that spot. Uh, but yeah, it starts glowing and Optimus wakes up. Uh, so then we have a news report. Hey, the Optimists, uh, the Optimists, the Autobots are here. They're helping rebuild the city. He meant, the reporter says they saved us from the Decepticon menace, which, come on, that was Starscream one time. <laughs> yeah. Give him credit. Come on. And uh, yeah, Dr. Sumdak is watching the news and he shuts that off. He agrees the Autobots do deserve, you know, the city's thanks. And Megatron's head is behind him and he just walks out of the room. He's like, I wonder if the Autobots would ever forgive me if they discovered the truth behind his robotics empire. And it ends with a close up of Megatron's eyes and one of them lights up. Dun, dun, dun. It's early days yet, so we haven't really established all the ground rules for how this AllSpark thing works, but let's go over what we know so far. It came on its own through a space bridge to find this particular group of Autobots after being lost for a very, very long time. It took control of the Autobot ship and activated a space bridge to take them to Earth, destroying the space bridge behind it. Then it takes 50 years off, you know, smoke break, I guess. Then it meets a human girl and learns a bit about Earth and remakes her keycard into a transforming thing that can heal critically injured Autobots. Then it gets stolen and used to level entire neighborhoods of Detroit, and then, using that thing it made for Sari earlier as a conduit, it brings Optimus back from the dead. Seems like something in there just doesn't belong, huh? Like, everything it's done, besides what it did for Starscream, was of its own volition. Seems like kind of a design flaw if you ask me if someone could just pick the thing up and use it as a weapon of mass destruction, but what I want to know is if it can turn up, I'm guessing, slightly more advanced than the garden variety keycard into that thing that can repair Autobots, why didn't it do that a long fucking time ago and give every Autobot doctor one of these things? Well, what seems to be the trouble today, son? Never mind, I don't care. There, you're fixed. Send the next guy in. Yeah, what's feeling off today, soldier? It doesn't matter. Why do I even bother asking? There, you're all better. Send the next Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Difficult Podcast Show. The next episode, Paul and I are going to review is Home is Where the Spark Is. If you want to go where the heart is, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobe. Paul is at pmcpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. And uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Difficult Podcast Show at transformersnipicus.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Can a bot get a little stasis nap?